Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go away. I thought we were ready. Now you want me to go away. Okay. Yep. Make up your mind. Let me in. Before we start, Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee! Oh, you! DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your golfing commissioner and the commissioner of the United States and PGA Tour of the fairways and greens of America. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. That doth be DPP. And after 230 episodes, PC Tunney can still throw curveballs. I was known for that much of my life. <laughs> Literally, not figuratively. Yeah. Don't I know it? All right. Let's bring in the other member of this triumphant trifecta of triangular podcasting. We always talk about how funky and fresh and phenomenal he is, but he's one hell of a trivia master, apparently. Apparently. It's not other than AJ Belaz. We hear a little bit of trivia, Tony, coming out with the saltiness on that. 
I think we're gonna have to call that segment PC can't win. Hey, who knows? We're gonna call this show. You guys can go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? You might win this week. I hope so. I mean, I've been getting screwed over every other fucking week. What is this? Three weeks in a row, I've been taking it right up the ass. Yeah, you're you're own three, buddy. Oh, and three. That's crap. Killer start. Total BS. All right. Before we do it, I'm already loosened up. Let's get these guys loosened up and play What You Drink. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Pour my beer down the sink. I've got more in the trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. And I'm going to be drunk till the next time I'm drunk. I walk in the bar and... Well... I had the privilege of being off today and got to go golfing, oh, and it was fantastic. You. The weather was, two words, phenomenal. Um, <laughs> two words, phenomenal. Out there with uh, the old Tater and the Cropster, DP knows those guys. Um, very good golfers. Very, very good golfers. Two of the best golfers I play with. I lost five bucks today. I was the low man on the totem pole, but we had a great time. I had five double bogeys, so Ooh. that's it's a rough day for I was the only, penny. Yeah, and I was only 12 over, so that's the other, what, 13 holes, I was two over. So I, I just pulled some drives, but I had a great time. DP El Beso is open. We went to El Beso. Fantastic. We had, we had some pictures of margaritas, some chips and salsa, some guac. Some great tacos, uh, some garlic shrimp. It was it was great. I, I am on such a high from just being able to go out to the bar and hang out and see people out and about. And everybody that worked there was happy and thrilled to be back and greeted you and was so happy to see you. The service was excellent. The drinks were phenomenal. The food was even better than that. So shout out to El Beso and uh, Tate and Crop. We had a great day. So that's what I've been drinking. Got a beer here. Beer here. Mm-hmm. Hey, what you drinking over there, there? Uh, what I'm drinking over here, here is uh, basically Bless Special. It's Jack Daniels Honey and Coca-Cola. Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Because you'll always see Andrew drinking this on Pot is War. That's right. DP, <clears throat> you're down in the, you're out in the garage. I talked to you on your watch. Double seven, fucker. Sounded great. What'd you get done in the garage? What you been drinking, and what you drinking now? Well, it was that kind of, you know, dewinterize the garage, sweep it out, spring clean, take all the old uh, stuff for the winter, the uh, scrapers and the ice and the melt ice and all that for the driveway, and put that up on the shelves, get that out of the way, and just swept everything out, took all the crap that's been just building up because, you know, when it's cold out and... During that time when you're just want to clean stuff out of the house, you throw it in the garage because there's nowhere else to go with it. And so that's where it all was. And now it's all actually in the garbage can or out on the side of the road waiting for somebody to steal it. So that's where it all is now. And during that time, I've been enjoying and ran out of my Mandarin vodka. So I'm, I'm we're, we're down to regular vodka. So I just got a vodka and Sprite because <laughs> um, I didn't have time to run to the store afterwards and I didn't feel like it. So... That's what we've been doing all day. It's been it was a couple hours any, out there. You got anything to splash in there to give it some flavor? I could. I still got the pineapple juice, flavor. and I've I don't have Are any limes. At that point, it's, 
They're past that point now. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's great. I'm good to go. It's (laughs) gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's everything else is gone. I still got, I mean, if I wanted to put some pineapple juice in there, I could, but uh, fuck it. I I didn't care anymore. (laughs) I had enough of those during the day. And I, yes. And yes. Talking the 007 on the watch was fantastic because I have not done that since I've (laughs) actually had this watch. And I didn't have my, I just had the radio on, you know, out there on my big, I had a little boombox out there and jamming out. I didn't have my phone on me because I didn't want to have it fall out of my pocket or anything. So, yeah, the phone call came in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Popped on. It was perfect. So, yeah. nice. so, D, so I'm leaving the golf course and uh, I had already texted the group and DP didn't respond because he was out in the garage. But AJ responded, you know, we're good to go for whatever time we're doing it. And I'm on my way from there to head over to Basel to have some marks. And uh, I'm like, well, I'm going to call DP because I figured he'll probably answer his phone. He's maybe doing something. He'll hear the phone. Well, he heard his watch or it vibrated on his watch. And he hits the answer button, whatever he does. And I can hear the music. And I'm like, where are you having fun? It sounded like he was at a bar. He's like, no, I'm in the garage. I got the music on. You know, and then about 30 seconds in, he's like, yeah, I'm on my watch. How does it sound? I go, you sound great. Can you hear me? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was nice. like Dick Tracy, so, man. It was awesome. Uh, I just want to close uh, what you drinking by saying one thing. Grant Hill drinks Sprite. So, this week on the DWI podcast, DPP, let's run down the show known as Big Shoshi. I don't even want to play it now. Well, well. DP does not is not a fan of Duke and Grant Hill antithesized that uh, in our upbringing, so that's why he's not a Grant Hill fan. I'm sure if you met the guy, you'd like him. Oh, he's probably the nicest then. guy in the world. Probably nicest guy in the world, but you know what? He can eat shit. Big bag speaking of shit. Speaking of everyone speaking, can eat shit. Speaking of a big bag of yeah. shit. Big bag of fucking shit. Speaking <laughs> of meeting people like that, um, I had the privilege of running into Giannis Antetokounmpo this week. Um, and Yeah, yep, just me and Giannis about from wow. here to there, arms reach away. Uh, I'm not going to say where or what our, why our meeting happened or anything, but it was nice to run into him. I got to see his brand new baby. Um, the family was together. They looked great. They looked healthy. They looked happy. He was practicing social distancing while still appeasing other people around that were fans of his. So what a nice guy. What a gigantic gentleman. Um, <laughs> you, you just, you know it if you've gone to NBA games and sat close, but to like be within, like I could reach out and like tap you and just, you know, he's a big dude. He had, he had basketball shoes on. Um, but, and he was probably like, and I'm, and I'm pretty good at this. I played a ton of basketball and I'm pretty good at knowing how tall people are. And I played against big guys and I guarded big guys. Even in high school, I guarded guys that were 6'5 to 6'11. DP can even count on that. And, and throughout the rest of my basketball career, he's legitimate with his shoes on, probably 7'2. Jesus Christ. My God. I would say the top of his head is at least. The top of his head before his hair starts coming up because it's grown out a little bit is probably at least seven feet and a half inch or three quarters inch. The hair it looks like would be seven three at the top, but like I would call him seven one and a half, seven two to do the things he does. So that was really cool. Shout out to him. I know he's looking forward to getting back to playing basketball uh, from the conversation that we had. So 
This week, folks, on episode... EP, what episode are we on here? 230. 230 times wow. I've had to talk to your ass. Jeez, That's what I'm talking easy. about. Right. I'm taking a this, break. This, this, and this much, much more. This is why we start with what you're drinking lately, folks. Because uh, <laughs> we need one quick and early. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. We're going to hit uh, a trifecta of WWE topics from the Intercontinental title to the Cruiserweight Championship and to possible NXT call-ups. We're also going to delve into AEW. I think the majority of what we're going to do today is AEW. We're going to touch on Double or Nothing. And then we have two big key points that we want to hit on as far as AEW is concerned moving forward. I am going to try and get out of this funk that I've been riddled in controversy in with this crap stick of a slanted table against me. Uh, it's, it's, it's funky fresh facts, and we're going to do it again. And a last call about things you may or may not have seen before that could be closer to your heart now. DPP, ring the bell. It's the wake-up bell, too, now. Yeah. Oh, my cat. Oh, there's Hawk. Yeah, he, the, the cats are fighting, like, literally right now. So I have two cats, and they're literally just beating the shit out of each other. Like, it's UFC 250. Sweet. Fuck off! This isn't Fight Island. Go there's, the fuck away. They're, they're, they're pulling that energy that you're bringing, soaking <laughs> it in, and they're just unleashing no, it. like, literally three feet from me. One's on the chair, one's on the cat thing, and they're literally cat boxing it out. Like, big blows. Nice. Big blows. No claws, but big blows. All right. Let's start with the Intercontinental Tournament. I know we went over it last week. We had it right on the head as a group, as a podcast. DP, ring the bell for the DWI podcast. We knew it was going to be Elias and AJ. We knew it was going to be Hardy and Daniel Bryan. And before we get into this, Drew Gulak, multi-year contract, WWE. Quick thoughts, AJ. I love it. They they brought him back. They knew he was a great asset, and he he can keep going with the storyline with Daniel Bryan or go bigger. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't get rid of Drew Gulak, right, DP? Yep, uh, that was that was a perfect call, especially with the way they were building him up. And it's again, just like you said, great asset, great talent. So glad they they worked out the deal. All right, let's talk about the Intercontinental Tournament tonight. Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, AJ versus Elias. I know we talked about a lot about uh, likely AJ, Daniel Bryan is what I had. I think that's what the rest of us had. Did anybody have Jeff Hardy? I know we all had AJ. I had Jeff Hardy. I think, I think what we said was it was going to be either Styles or Elias that was going to win it all. I'm going to stick with Styles. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Styles, and I'm going to stick with Styles versus Daniel Bryan. I got Sheamus fucking that up for Jeff Hardy. Although, Styles and Jeff Hardy, man, I don't think that's happened yet. So I would love to see that. I don't see Elias winning tonight. AJ? Actually, that has happened in uh, your CNA. favorite company. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Now that I remember. Jeff Hardy's good? debut. Was it good? It was Okay. I don't remember that match for some reason. It was like 2005. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's because I invented a podcast with my best friend because <laughs> we like wrestling and drinking. <laughs> Continue on, AJ. But no, it's Styles versus Hardy would be a good match. Styles versus Daniel Bryan, we've seen a lot of times that are always a good match. Um, 
maybe Elias with the underdog upset. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, Sheamus is definitely going to fuck over Hardy somewhere. But isn't this match on a lower level expectance-wise for the fans, DP, if it's not AJ versus one of those two other guys? Because you can easily tout AJ versus either other two guys. Elias, we're still trying to get behind him. I, I get it, but I mean... Elias versus one of those two in a finals for the Intercontinental just doesn't seem, I guess, the... I don't know if it's climactic enough, if that's the right word, but doesn't seem it like seems the right for him to, right. to win it there. So I, I think the I, I do I do feel that push coming on for Elias, but let speaking of the four contestants. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the other by the time I finish this song? Who wants to walk with Elias? <laughs> it's Elias! <clears throat> yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I had, uh, yeah, I don't think any of us, I think we all agreed that it was either going to be AJ or Elias who wins the whole thing, but we all had AJ in the finals. I think you guys had Daniel Bryan, I had Hardy going in there, but Hardy getting screwed. I think we all agree that Sheamus is going to screw Hardy out of this thing. I think I just picked it to happen in the finals as opposed to this uh, next match on SmackDown here. The only big question right now concerning the tournament is whether or not the finals will be on SmackDown next week or at Backlash um, at some point. So that that's what we're looking at there. Now, here's the other angle is Sami Zayn is going to return at some point. Restrictions are loosening up. People are being allowed to travel. I actually got to go to a bar today. I've been golfing the whole time. Been kicked off the golf course twice before that. Whatever. I'm fine, folks. I'm fine. I'm here every week. I'm doing tons of podcasts. Yeah, I got kicked off the golf course in April. Me and Charlie did. DP. For what? I didn't tell you that story. Being out too early? Well, every no, we went did, to Wisdom when everything was it was closed. No, it was closed. Everything was closed. Remember when everything was still closed? Yeah. So we went anyway in the afternoon. And we just walked up there. There's no you can't you can't stop you from walking onto Whitnall. The the road runs along the course, right? <laughs> so we just walked on. So we walked on the back and we're playing the back. You know the course. So we get to the par three on the back where it's over the tree and then then you got to go up the hill, uh-huh. right? And so coming down that hill from where that all those holes meet is one of the greens guys. You know he's pulling like a little trailer. And he comes down, and, he, and we look, Charlie and I look at each other. We're like, fuck, we just want to play nine. We're so close. We got three more holes after this. And and along the way, there was other golfers. There's families walking around. This is like this is within the first month of this happening. It was a really warm day. And uh, we're out, and this guy comes down, and, and I'm like, yeah, here we go. And he was nice about it. He goes, I, I have to ask you guys to leave for the governor's orders. Otherwise, they want me to call the sheriff. And I said, no, I understand. No problem. I get it. I go, I have to go that way anyway. You mind if we just play this hole? He's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we played that nice. hole and we walked up the rest of the Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know you knew that. So no, as, restrictions, as restrictions loosen, Sami Zayn will come back, and I think that's a perfect opponent for whoever wins this. Zayn being a heel, you you got to think it's, it's – I, I love Zayn getting back in and over with AJ. That's my thoughts, AJ. 
No, it's a really good match. I can't remember if there was an ROH match between the two, but it should be a good match regardless. So, why if by this this is kind of the way I thought about all these tournaments too is at this point, you know, the some of the restrictions are being lifted. The Intercontinental Champion is on its is basically on his way back. Why did they have to strip him of the title and create this tournament? Because by the time this tournament's over, he's going to be back and wrestling. He could have just held on to the title. Do you, I mean, is, is it just because of the reason to give you, the fan, a reason to watch? To say there's a tournament going on to crown a new champion. Hey, tune in because we have this tournament going on. It, it, it might be because for entertainment reasons, or it might be even a backstage thing. Who knows? But, uh, hey, we're getting wrestling. We're getting good wrestling, actually. I mean... We just said AJ versus any of the other two would be a, f- no pun intended, phenomenal match. Right. So. Yeah, it just, uh, you know, I, I just, the same thing with the cruiserweight thing, too. It's like, it just seemed, by the time the tournaments are over, the guys are gonna, the guys that were the champions could be back. So, to me, it seems almost like an unnecessary thing to do, but maybe they just did it because it gives the fans another reason to watch. So, yeah. Well, speaking of the uh, the cruiserweight championship uh, tournament that we had on NXT, uh, for those that do not know, it was a three-way tie between Jake Atlas, Drake Maverick, and Kushida. Kinda ended in awkward shenanigans. Drake Maverick did get the pin, so he's going on to face uh, El Hijo de Fantasma. In the finals, I'm assuming that's going to be either in in your house or next week's uh, NXT. But <clears throat> it was a really good match because I mean Kushida can wrestle a broomstick and put on a four star match. Jake Atlas looked really good, and Drake Maverick with the underdog story looked phenomenal. Where it's like ah he lost to to Atlas. How are we gonna do this? Oh all the way up to what we got, and it was a good match. It was just the ending kind of soured me. What did you think, Tony? I I like the fact that we're going to see more Drake Maverick, and obviously this has likely been a work the entire time with Drake Maverick, right? Um, but I don't know. I wish... You can't... I can't... I can't speak about the Cruiserweight division without saying it shouldn't be on NXT, it's just it's it shouldn't be down there. It should be on the main roster. It should be on both shows on the main roster, and it should allow people from NXT to showcase that aren't that big up there. I mean, if you want to do cruiserweight, let's put all the people that are cruiserweights in the cruiserweight division. Let's make the belt something. DP, what the fuck is going on over there? Do you even like <laughs> that drink or what? I got a I got a full sip of vodka on that one. <laughs> you know you know those. I thoroughly noticed. <laughs> You know when, you, when that happens. I saw the face scrunch, and I'm like, something must have happened. He, like, drank a lime or something, or, like, a fizz went down the wrong way. Like, I had a buck fifty-five coming in with the wind slightly behind me, working right to left, right? So it's kind of helping me a little bit, so I got a wedge. And I'm about to take my wedge back, and, like, a squirrel drops a nut out of the tree right in front of me. And I'm looking at your face like, oh, I'm going to have to pull off of this one. And thank God, I just was like, whoop. 
Whoops, not swinging there. All right. So, yeah, wow, folks, you can see the face. It was the picture paints uh, a billion words right this there. This is why we don't video so, podcast. Oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was a good Let's one. Let's just go right to your cruiserweight thoughts, DP. Uh, yeah, you were ringing the bell. I was. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, that match. I like the finish. Um, you know, I believe you guys both. Uh, thought that this was Drake Maverick was going to stay with the company. I think he's, I think I thought he was going no matter what, uh, that he was going to be gone. Um, uh, but the way they're painting this picture here, the the ending of that match with the, the tap out and pinfall kind of happening simultaneously. And, you know, they're, they're playing up the Kushida, you know, Drake Maverick story where, you know, Drake Maverick said, you know, Kushida gave him the thumbs up and said, you go, you, you got, you won, you got it, you take it. And he said, I'll give you, you know, the first title match if I win. Uh, so it's kind of, now it seems like it's definitely leaning more towards Drake Maverick is staying, which I'm all for. I just didn't think they were going to actually keep him around. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy if he does win this thing. I, it, it's a great story. One way or the other, whatever they do with this last match, it makes it just perfect. I think they're doing it on NXT, so I, but I'm, I, I don't see why they wouldn't wait till that NXT in your house special to do it. Uh, but I'm excited. I I do like it. I think that that card has been made official, and I do believe that that match is on that card. I thought I saw that. Um, I hope boy, so, folks. You know, this is becoming a regular thing where I dial <laughs> back into my. You know, you guys, anything you guys want to talk about? What did you guys do today? What AJ? What did you do today? <laughs> I golfed and drank. DP cleaned the garage and drank. What did you do? I went food shopping, as I told you in the text message. I uh, I decided to make some food before the podcast because I didn't know what time we were doing it. In all honesty, and uh, and I'm me. like, yeah, I'll, I'll make some burgers. I'll, I'll I'll make them all nice and whatnot. So Andrew and I had some burgers today and did a little bit of cleaning. It's about any, all we can any, do. Any special. Uh thing you guys do with your burgers there uh, or are we just kind of salt pepper right temperature salt pepper uh we have a thing where there's garlic powder that we have so we put like garlic pepper and whatnot in that so you get the ground beef from the store and and, oh, yeah. and fat it out and everything you ever put uh, an egg in there you ever put an egg in I, there I, I put an egg in there a couple of times it was just when we went to the store there wasn't any eggs so yeah <laughs> sense I like to throw an egg in there and then some real fine diced red onions. Give a little, little pop yeah. with that burger. Oh, oh, yeah. Egg's nice. So egg, keeps it, egg keeps it nice and tight, too. That, that really helps mm-hmm. it out. You know. but... All right. Here's the official card. You're, the Cruiserweight is not on there, and we'll get to this next week as we obviously are going to preview uh, NXT in your house. So glad in your house is back. What a perfect thing oh, I love it. for what's going on. It, it almost too late. It should have happened already, but... That Cruiserweight Championship's not on there. Let's hit this real quick. Uh, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. you got the NXT uh, North American title online, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Triple threat for that NXT Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai. And then you got Adam Cole, Bebe, taking on Velveteen Dream. Real quick, round the horn. I, I, this card's amazing. That cruiserweight championship's good added to it. That's awesome. I I can't see myself not watching this. Very much looking forward to it. DP. Seriously, every NXT uh, you know special Saturday show is just outstanding and puts on fantastic wrestling matches. So 
I am absolutely be turning tuning in and can't wait to see these matches. Yeah, I can't disagree at all with that. I mean, NXT always brings the great shows, especially, you know, in your house, especially how it was brought up, 25th anniversary of the first in your house. And uh yeah, it's just it's so many great matches with great competitors. You can't go wrong. Speaking of great matches, great competitors, and uh, bros, drinking with my bros right now, but the bro and Timothy Thatcher had one hell of a match inside of a, uh, what did they call it, a, a, a cage pit or something like that? Like it was interesting because this... The, it the was a lion's den match, god damn it. <laughs> there was the scaffolding with the with the, with the round, of, there was ropes on the top, right? It was interesting. DP, take us down this road in that match because... There's other consequences that could be happening further after this. Yeah, and before we even get into that, I just, like, I, why wasn't this at the In Your House show? I mean, this was, a you know, a different theme to match. I think it was just called a cage fight. Um, but it wasn't a normal The Lion's Den match. It wasn't the, you know, octagon that Ken Shamrock and Dan Severin or whatever would fight in off the, you know, side of the, you know, entrance ramp. It was different. It wasn't the like the scaffold. I think they made a mention to the scaffolding matches back in the day, but you know they just had a platform up on top with some of the, uh, you know, the bars that block off the audience. You know, the, up there, but it was just it was different. It was cool. It was definitely you know a, a different feel, a different look to it. They had Kurt Angle come in and be the guest referee, which was kind of neat. You know, to bring him in, into it for you know, just because he's a you know wrestler, not necessarily a cage fighter, but. Um, I just I loved the physicality they had. They made it look like it was a more physical, brutal match at the uh, you know towards the towards the beginning before the first commercial I think is when I don't know if it was real or not when Thatcher got kicked in the face uh off the cage and lost two teeth apparently. Uh it it looked to me like it wasn't very real the way he I, went down, but I, I haven't seen anything about him going to get any kind of surgery but who yeah. knows i don't know just, it's, the, uh, it's 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 pretty convenient that they found both the teeth well yeah and the mm. fact that they zoomed like they zoomed in to make to for the uh, fight doctor to actually say oh you could you go can you keep going like okay they're really pulling it you know here yeah i feel like yeah. he got a packet and something to put into his mouth for that shot yeah you know what i mean but it was a it was but cool. It was wrong. cool. It was a cool visual. It was very something different and just made it feel more of a fight, really physical. And yeah, just the the whole thing with Thatcher getting the getting the W there that she didn't expect, you know, could lead to other things that may be happening. AJ, I don't know. I mean, hopefully. I mean, Thatcher's really good. I mean, if you haven't seen him on MLW or anywhere else that he's been, he's so good. Uh, but yeah, the match was great. It was so well done. More upset that it's not called a Lions Den match because it basically was a Lions Den match. <laughs> but no, it was it was perfectly done, excellently executed. I guess we're going with uh, alliteration here. But um, PC Tony's favorite. I know. I won't, I won't do it. <laughs> But yeah, the the two thing, it might have been a work, it might not have been, who knows. Who cares? Thatcher looks like he's a goon from hockey fights anyways. 
come on, let's be honest here. Him missing a few front teeth or whatever makes him more intimidating. Alright, so the bigger, uh, great match, great concept, well executed, very entertaining, great use of Kurt Angle. I think we all agree on all those points. Here's the big thing. Was that Riddle's last NXT match? Is he coming up? I mean, people are going to listen to this. We're recording before SmackDown on Friday. This is going to drop at noon Eastern on Saturday. You know, it already happened. But yes or no, and what a lovely time to play another edition. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. In your opinion, man, will Matt Riddle be on SmackDown tonight? I'm just going to say yes because I really want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, brother. And that's been another edition. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Thoughts on what they should do with Riddle moving forward, gentlemen? Oh, bro. Uh... Bro. <laughs> bro. I don't even know. I haven't watched SmackDown enough to you don't know even, the story. You don't, you don't even, you don't even bro? I don't even bro. You don't bro, bro? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they could try to solidify him a little bit on SmackDown. Maybe give him, like, Cesaro or other people on SmackDown just to just to mess with and beat, just to make sure it's like, yeah, by the way, Matt Riddle is this guy who can fight somewhat. E- even with the the goofy bro stuff, making all the weed puns. I mean, you don't want him on Raw when Brock comes back. Those two have legit beef, right? So, DP, why don't you think about it real quick, and then you give us what you think they should do with Riddle. Bro. I kick my sandals off before each match. Bro. Yeah, I'm supposed to bro after you no- that? <laughs> you got nothing? You got nothing? <laughs> I really don't. I, I honestly, I, I don't know... How you bring him in? Really? Do you feel like I hit? Do you feel like I hit you with that question out of broware? <laughs> I don't think bro. All right. What you about totally that jacket? Of... Surprise there, bro. Hit it. Uh, how about I'm hearing rumors Dominic Dijakovic is on his way Dijakovic. up as well. Dijakovic. Is it Skyvani? Skyvone. Dijakovic, whatever the fuck his name is. That's a horror. Why don't they? Why doesn't he just one name? Isn't he just Dom? Here comes Dom. Eventually, hit watch. I guarantee you. Here we go. You know I'm making will. a prediction. He's going to be a one name guy when he gets to the main roster. And I think it's going to be Monday on Raw. You guys? I, for sure. For sure, he'll be one name because that's what Vince McMahon does. Yep. 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 We saw Andrade. We saw Rusev. Does anyone even remember Rusev's original first name? That's not part of trivia. Oh, man. I do. I do. It's, uh... Oh, you do you know, DP? Uh... Damn. And, uh, it starts with an A. It does. Yeah. 
Yeah. Alexander Rusev? Ah. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't give me that yet. No. Stop you. Remember when Apollo Crews was just a Cruz? Was he just Cruz or Apollo? Did they try it? He took it. They took it off for you know a short while because they were gonna still do nothing with him. I don't remember. What about Cesaro? There was a reason. How about Cesaro? Antonio. Yeah. I think. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Boom. All right. I think we've exhausted NXT. Do you guys think it's time to move over onto a little bit of the bubble and talk a little double or nothing? Let's move it on over. You All right, before, well, go get some because we're going to take a break and a pause. Because promotional consideration paid for by the following. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Folks, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Head over to AngryLemonade.net. Thanks to our new partnership with them, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. That's promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Once again, use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. We had a nice discussion last week on AEW. We had a lot of uh, high hopes for Double or Nothing. Personally, I think they fell short. I think a few things executed, but overall, at best, on a nice day, on a bell curve, because the class wasn't paying attention as a whole, and I'll blame myself for it, I'll give them barely a C-minus for this paper. AJ, how did you feel overall? as Double or Nothing did. It it started so, so bad for me. Like, the beginning matches were, eh. We were all wrong on the on the mystery guy. Yes, we were. It was Brian Cage. So, who had so been signed got... with them for, who had been signed with them for months. They were just waiting for him to rehab. And it just so happened to work out. Mm-hmm. Because he was an impact boy. And now, now he's a dynamite boy. But um, I, I, I find it weird that Vince never wanted a piece of him. He feels like he fits physically right into the Vince mold. Yeah, you never know. He's a big motherfucker. Sorry, that's yeah, that's, I'll that's be, Vince's guy. Yeah, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet for at least the next ten seconds. <laughs> but no, most of the matches were very hit or miss. A couple of matches were pretty good, but all in all, I, I give it the average mark too. Yeah, it was it was kind of up and down, right? I, I agree. It was you know some of the matches were good, some of the things weren't that great. I I do like the Brian Cage thing. Um, did yeah, that did work out perfectly for him coming back from injury there. Um, there was you know I think the that whole cinematic thing with this with the stampede we. You know, we got something a little different. It wasn't what we kind of thought it was going to be. So, eh, you know, it was, that's kind of what it was. And, you know, some of the things were great. The Moxley and uh, Matt, other match. You know, God, I can't remember his freaking name. Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Wow. How, how, do you not fi- how do you not finish How do you not finish the match with the paradigm shift off the fucking, you know. 
Yeah, go sorry. ahead. You probably you probably heard all of Potus Wars, so you know. Oh yeah, I definitely did. I was I was sitting playing Final Fantasy. Shut, can I like, can I before you go? Can I give a shout nerd. out real quick? Which is much, and you know what I'm about to do. Uh, thank you, Max Holiday, for coming on and being doing Potus War again. Like Max Holiday is the only actual like dude's an indie superstar. The guy is held three legitimate world heavyweight championships in the Midwest that are just really big belts. The guy's phenomenal. I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up bigger places, but uh, great friend. Always great to see him. Always have drinks, etc. with him when I see him. We're looking forward to June 20th. Go to BruceCityWrestling1.com. But if you haven't listened to Pod is War this week, listen to it. Max Holiday does the whole show with us. He's not just there for an interview. He he he's just the fourth guy, and 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 he, and he was nice enough uh, for the last topic being him to field questions from all of us being fans about the business. And 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 I'm telling you, if you're a fan or if you're in the business, go back and listen to Potus War with Max Holiday. It's really really fucking good, guys. It's really good. Thank you, Max Holiday. Sorry, uh, AJ had to, had to get that in there quick. No, it's all good. I mean, I mean, like you said, I was literally like ten feet away, listening in behind the scenes as it aired. But yeah, I, I will take away my phenomenal card for Max because that was great. Um, what was I getting at? Welcome. Damn, to my it doesn't doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it it doesn't matter. Like Cage was a great addition to AEW. The the Brody Lee Moxley match was. Okay, the Sheeta uh, Nyla Rose match was actually really good. So was the MJF and Jungle Boy match. I liked the cinematic, but it was also hit or miss for me. I don't know about you, DP. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of torn on those matches. I think if you if you know my history, I'm not a fan of any of the ones WWE has done, especially recently and. It's just not really my cup of tea when it comes to watching wrestling and watching those matches. So I, you know, I could have done without it for sure. I was kind of hoping they would do something a little more where it ends up brawling out into the ring, you know, during the actual event and, and finishes there or something. But yeah, they did. They did what they did, and that it's cool. It's they're definitely trying to come up with some creative stuff while this all is going on. So I'm okay with them trying, but I just don't like them personally. So. I also wanted to ask, you know, Cody ends up winning the first TNT championship as opposed to Archer. I can't remember. I think a lot of us were on different sides of that. How do you? How did you feel about Cody actually holding this thing and basically bringing back an open challenge now? I, I was fine with Cody winning, actually, because it, it makes sense as to why he won. I know I wanted Archer to win. That's because I, I saw the man with my own eyes, the giant red murder hawk, made me want to just clean out my pants after I emptied something in it. But <laughs> Cody bringing back the open challenge for everybody. I know on Twitter someone asked uh, Cody, like, are, are, for open challenge, who's going to be the next person? And Cody responded with, open to all. So we might see some MLW guys, maybe, maybe some NWA, Impact, who knows? Sweet. What are your thoughts on the aesthetics of the actual TNT title? <sighs> can I get the, can I get the, Hate the first it. Oh, do you want no, that? No, I want the, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. 
Uh, uh, nope, I guess is you can't. The, is, the, is the price is right? Is the price right? There it is. The fact that it took so long, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like it. It's... How do you? It, how does it's it complete? How does it? It's not ready. How? Give me a fucking break! Come on. I mean, I love how TNT pops on it, and when it's finished, if whatever they do with the plating around it, like that's what needs to be done. Like you said, it's incomplete, right? But like TP says, how are you not get? How do you not get it done? Come on. It, it's it's not your like second title that you have for the men's roster. It should be, like, nice. It should, like... Eh, who cares? Mike Tyson handed the trophy for worst tattoo to Cody. I Yeah, what was the... What was it? Social media. Uh, somebody put up who had the worst tattoo, right? And it was Jericho or... Ty, or, no, uh, Cody or Tyson. And I didn't vote. I just retweeted and commented, yes. <laughs> nice. It's true. <laughs> but, uh, it was a good match just can't stop looking at that tattoo yeah I, no, right. I, I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of them doing this open challenge thing I think it's awesome and I think it's helpful for AEW especially because it gives an opportunity for other guys to just showcase them basically and Cody's a damn fine wrestler and can put on a great match with all these guys. So I get the the way they went with this thing because I thought Archer should win it, you know, for sure to just solidify his dominance. But having Cody win this thing and be able to do this with it, I think, is fantastic and is a great way to showcase the title and showcase whoever else is in these matches. What else is Cody going to do? He's got to be a big part of something, right? How long does he hold on to this belt? Is he Mr. TNT and like this belt is was just for him and he holds it for three the next three years, right? I mean think about that. Think about if you had an extended run with this belt for him. I don't know that you can have him drop this belt anytime soon. Can you? Unless it's the Lance Archer, like if Lance comes back and beats him on a dynamite or something like that, or the next pay-per-view. But other than that, Cody's gotta hang on to this for a little while. I think so. I think you. I think you keep it for you know a year at least, and have him just have great matches with guys to help get him over as talent, and then eventually you get to a point where somebody comes in, you know, on a, on a new signee or something, and surprises him or something like that. And I mean, like we always say, you know, if a guy can hold on to the title for a long time, and somebody comes in and beats him, imagine the pop and and the push you get, or the rub you get from just finally taking a title off of a guy after he's hauled it for years or at least a year. Just, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it's great. I mean, you, you still have people saying, like, uh, Larry Zabisco turning on Bruno San Martino in the 80s still. Like, everyone knows that. It's like, wait, he turned on him? He's going to try to up him? So it, I, I agree completely with the whole, if Cody can hold it for... A very long time, whether it be a year, whether it be X amount of months, who knows. But, yeah, if whoever beats him for it is going to get a really big rub. All right, speaking of title holders, and let's speak of former title holders, each of them. And we kind of transitioned into this earlier. But I put out a poll 
and wanted to see what people's interest was in seeing Mike Tyson versus Chris Jericho. And with a decent amount of votes, 63% of the people said they did not want to see Mike Tyson versus Chris Jericho. I, I can't I can't believe that. I don't know why. Why not? Why don't what <laughs> Tell me out of all the shittacular crap we've seen over the last fucking however long, why wouldn't you don't you believe in Chris Jericho enough to think that he could get a match over with Mike Tyson? I mean, guys, come on, really? Is it because the combined age is 90? I think we've had worse in WWE. I'll tell you that. I think it's 100, actually. Is it 100? I, whatever it is. Yeah, Mike's 53 and Jericho's 47, right? Oh, God. There you go. <clears> Hello? Hello, 1998. We want the WrestleMania 14 storyline back. No, he's going to wrestle. Tyson's actually going to wrestle. This is different. <laughs> Is it though? Jr. even said the same line he said with Tyson and Austin, like the exact same line on that Raw where Tyson threw Mike the Tyson, first punch. Mike, Mike ever had a wrestling match? No, not that I know of. Okay, then it's not it's not the same then, right? right it's well, not the same. Okay, well, hello, WrestleMania well, it's Eleven. The not the same. <clears throat> we need that okay, same because, main event that we had, except change Lawrence Taylor out with Mike Tyson. It's not, but that was Lawrence Taylor. Like, this is, this is, oh, whatever. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I do. You guys, I, oh, just, just I shit do. on it. Go I am, shit on it. I'm not, Go I'm go not going to shit on it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to pile on. Find level ground and just, just shit right on top of it. Go ahead. Go, <laughs> big, go. Big as shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Hey. It's science. I, I want to see it. It's not science. I want, I, I'm, I'm all for having the match. I'm all for it. Not a problem. I, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be entertaining. Obviously, Tyson's been in great shape, and Jericho, I think, can definitely uh, make the match look as as good as he can. You know, with with the guy that's not a wrestler. It's it's just that's what it's going to be. But listen, I, no problem. If you want to watch that. Sammy Guevara suplex a guy for 150 fucking yards again? Go ahead, <laughs> watch that. Then watch it. Go ahead, and watch it. Great. Maybe we can have maybe we can have a WrestleMania two. Chris Jericho, Piper and Mr. T, Jericho and Mike Tyson in a boxing match. Let's do it. I bet you it's better than that. I bet you it's better than that horse shit that fucking happened. It it probably will be. Like it's not that I don't want to see it. It's just how they popped it off where it literally was WrestleMania fourteen story that just soured the hell out of me. It wasn't though. Mike Tyson is different position than he was before. He wasn't going to be the enforcer in a match Jericho was in. He was just an enforcer in a match that was completely separate storyline from Jericho. If you people would stop fucking having such high expectations on what everything should fucking be. Right. AEW is not in WWE's league, people. Get the fuck over it, okay? It doesn't matter what the goddamn ratings are for NXT and AEW. AEW doesn't have a motherfucking streaming service. You can watch NXT whatever the fuck you want. Don't you fucking get it, people? Oh, my God. This is Margarita PC coming at you full force. Get the fuck over yourselves, wrestling community. You're going to want to see Jericho and Tyson. God damn it. 
We're getting all sorts of new PC Tony characters in the last couple weeks. This is fantastic. I love it. I know, right? Oh, you're so mad. I I don't suppose in that last call splits one of the movies that we're going to talk about, because... We, we have Trivia Tunny, and Margarita Tunny, and Commissionaire Tunny. And Golfing Tunny, or what was the... And what was Golfing it? Tunny. What was the Greenskeeper the Tunny? What was, the, what was tunny. the name? I forget. I don't know. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it is. It is. I... And I'm not saying that I hate the thing. It's just how they started it seemed similar to me. It seemed similar to me. Now, Jericho's probably going to win by... You know, doing a cheap shot Judas effect, if that's going to happen or not. Who knows? This is a way for Mike Tyson to get more publicity since he's coming out of retirement. So, it's not bad. It's just, like I said, how it started was what soured me, where I'm like, JR literally said the same thing 22 years ago, where it's Tyson through the first punch. I'm okay with it. I, I I think it's an it's an opportunity for Jericho to continue to do something other than being in the main event, but still have that main event match and whoever it's with and and to give you know again it's yeah it's publicity for Tyson because of the whole thing that he's doing with with the charity fight coming up or whatever and and getting back into shape and and it's you know it's perfect and it's a perfect opportunity for AEW to get more eyes to say i've got you know we've got iron mike on our show come watch and he's gonna he's gonna be in a wrestling match against jericho or whatever it's gonna be i think is gonna be gonna be fun i i'm not gonna shit all over it because i jeez i mean in, in how many years of watching wrestling jesus christ are we really you know it's not it's not gonna be any worse than some of the other things we've seen but you know i'm all i'm all for it i think it's gonna be fun you know, whatever they do, I loved, you know, watching Jericho try and <laughs> try and keep Mike Tyson's craziness and his weird-ass entourage at bay to try and keep that whole thing moving, like, without Mike Tyson just, you know, bulldozing over it with his crazy facials that he was doing and shit. Uh, it was just fun. It was fun. And, and goddamn, Jericho does a good job of, you know, keeping it on track and in pay, and, and on pace, so... I think it's going to be fun. I loved, uh, you mentioned, you know, JR, you know, talking storylines from way back when. I, I I did love him poking fun at WWE as well this, this week about having the plexiglass out there and finally having an audience. And that was kind of, that was kind of fun too. But I, I love, I love the story. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's, you know, it's a, it is a callback to things that have happened in the past, but then it's an opportunity for a, something different, something you know, that the AEW can do what can give them more limelight to their product. Speaking of AEW, speaking of AEW and WWE, how about Harwood and Wheeler, FTR, Fear of the Revolt, if you will, cease and desist has been sent, apparently. Mm. So they just strictly stuck with FTR and called them Harwood and Wheeler. That's the only things they got called. He got called FTR a bunch of times. So the Young Bucks were getting attacked by Butcher and Blade after a match they had had. And here comes a car pulling up, and out comes the Revival. It's it's it's, it's the guys you know. It's Dash and Dawson. Here they come. It's Harwood and Wheeler, FTR, 
And just when you think they're going to pounce on the Young Bucks, they make the save and, and take care of Butcher and Blade and a little foreshadow. I mean, obviously, this is something we've wanted to see for a long time, AJ. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know how many times on Twitter you see, like, uh, you know, ever since even being the elite. I can't even say Twitter. Being the elite, you always hear, fuck the revival. That's why That's why FTR is FTR. So uh, I, I love it. They're just biding their time. They're just making sure, like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna try to befriend you, but we want this match. I know you want this. I want this match. Let's let's try to make it happen. And I also love the uh, shirt that they have on the shop where it says, "Uh, fuck the rest." <laughs> yeah. So they don't get ceased and desisted. No, I think it's perfect too, because it's, it's fuck the revival, fuck the revolt, fear the revival, revolt, whatever. And, I like the fuck the rest thing, all that. It's just awesome. And I like, uh, if it is going to be, if it, they're going to use full names or not, I, I kind of like Cash and Dash. I think it would be awesome. And they came in, and it's, it was a perfect, I mean, it just fit them perfectly, coming in on that like kind of old-school-looking truck that they pulled up in. Uh, you know, the kind of the, the new kind of shaven, weird, I don't know, mohawk-looking you know, hair that the one guy, I can't remember which one, well, must have been Wheeler, because, no, it was, yeah, because the other one has no hair, so. It was Dash. It was yeah. Dash. So, and yeah, they they basically, you know, come out there, kick the crap out of, you know, Butcher and Blade, because they're saving the physicality between them and the Young Bucks, and so it keeps them as a somewhat semi-kind of baby face, you know, that the crowd's still going to love them. But then this matchup that's going to happen is finally going to happen. And it's just fantastic. I'm so happy that they did end up in AEW. I think Carl Anderson also gave him a shout out on, on Twitter too, which was awesome. Say you guys fucking did it on your own terms and you got, you know, and it was awesome. And I think this is going to, I mean, that they have a lot of good tag teams in AEW too, but this is just another tag team that is one of the best in the world and is like an old school tag team obviously if you watch them in wwe you know what they're all about i think they could bring a different feel different vibe to that tag team division that can bring just hard nose wrestling to it rather than just the flipping high level stuff it's that no flips just fists their old their old logo or their old slogan uh, it's just it's awesome. I'm so happy that they're in AEW. I, I'm looking forward to some amazing tag matches that they can put on. That's it for me. You chopping right. broccoli over there? Yeah, no. Oh, well, Dana Carvey. Chopping broccoli. I think it's time for a break. Uh, Great WWE AEW discussion. Anything we didn't hit that you guys want to hit real quick here? Uh, don't really love throwing that question out there like that. But before we move on to some more hijinks and shenanigans. <laughs> no? Okay. <clears throat> so, like we're going to take pause for the cause. Kenny, save us. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. 
AngryLemonade.net, folks. Go check it out. See what they can do for you. Put the promo code CHAIRSHOT in to save 10%. AngryLemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Alrighty, you know the game, you know the drill, it's phenomenal funky facts. And, uh, DPB is... is what it is. Yeah, go ahead. We, yeah, we, go already, ahead say it. we already heard yelling, Tony, we're probably gonna hear more of it, but this is trivia, Tony, because it's <laughs> my segment now, it's my show, it's my bit. DP, you've been uh, on a roll, three and zero. We like to call it the Nation of Domination. Have you guys seen the Lance no Armstrong uh, ESPN thing? You know where he cheats. You know, there's a there's a part two, and I can't understand why there is because you know he only has one. Hey, oh. Well, rim shot works too. Alrighty. <laughs> So you Rimshot know the key. What? You yeah. know the game. You know the drill. Three doors. Two of them are wrestling questions. The third is whatever I see fit. Tony, you are looking like the Cleveland Browns out there trying to find a win. So uh, we'll we'll give you the first pickings there. Door number one. Door number two. Or door number three. I go with door number two, Alex. Wrong, wrong four-letter A name, but I'll go with it. Alrighty, so this I'll is the wrestling door question. number two, Monty. God damn it! All right, I should have went with Alex. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so this is the wrestling question. So, Flair and the Andersons reformed the Horsemen in the late '80s and mid '90s. The inclusion of a fourth superstar actually made them baby faces. Within NWA, WCW, Crockett Cup, whatever you want to call it. Who was the fourth member to make them babyfaces? Boy, you got me with these. This is terrible. You wrote it down already? Before I finish the fucking question. Oh, boy. Ah, this might be PC Tony's week. God. All right, man. Pens down. Ah, oh, damn it. All right. Name of our PC Tunney's I... got Barry Windham. I've and got Mongo DP's McMichael. Got Mongo. No, <sighs> neither of you got it right. What? Barry Windham. It's the man called Sting. Oh, come on! What? Barry Windham betrayed Luger to join the Horsemen. Yeah, and, they, and Barry Windham. Was, oh fuck All off! Shenanigans on this. Get this total BS. Oh, the Bulldog from Frazier. Damn it! <laughs> Whatever. Let me let's tell you the though. Horseshit question. Ah. <laughs> uh... All right. What what doors do we have left? 
All right, DP, door number one or door number three? Uh, I'll take, uh, which one's painted black? I'll take door number one. Well, that's crap. <laughs> door number one is the oh. other solidified wrestling question. Of course. Thanks, Wink. Take door number one. <laughs> Called you Wink. Martindale. <laughs> anyway. So there are two men that have the most... Barry Window. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you. But Holy shit, most... here comes Mongo. <laughs> Can I finish the question? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, not sorry, Reese's. Shout out to Reese's, new sponsor of the show. Can you send me some Reese's? Oh. Sorry, not sorry, Reese's. Voice, voiced over by God Bluth. Love it. People I have to work with. We love you. Anyway, <laughs> there are two men that are tied for the most sole survivors during the Survivor Series match. And when I say sole survivor, I mean one person left standing. Oh. Try to name both of them, one of them. Whoever has the most gets the point. the same. We both picked Hogan. PC's got well, Rollins. Hogan. I've got Warrior. Hogan is not one of them. What? Rollins is not question. one of them. Rollins? Fuck off. It's not the Warrior either. It's Rollins. But the Ultimate Warrior has three soul survivors. Oh. <laughs> is, it, is it him and Roman? Him and Orton. Orton had wow. an actual three-peat. From oh, 2003, 2004, and 2005. The worst fucking Warrior game. was my, like, <laughs> throw a name in the hat. I thought Hogan Man, was no for sure. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, ask, ask, Peter to, ask Peter to mark in which door you want. <laughs> my favorite host of game shows for what? Press your luck. <laughs> well, there's only one left. It's the uh, I'll take, Adam door. I'll take that. I'll take that door right, Combs. Whatever you got left. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll feel generous here. Oh. I'll feel generous. Don't if feel somebody... generous. Make it difficult. No, 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 no. This is what I mean by generous. Because there's a plethora of answers for this. Oh. Tony, if you can get more... If you can get more... If you can get two or more than DP, you will win. I will win. Oh, here we go. And it's another wrestling question. What? Oh, Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk about Tony's favorite company in the whole wide world. Oh, boy. Oh, same Good back. luck. <laughs> there Fuck. are seven men. As I hold up eight on the camera, I'm an idiot. Seven men that have worn the mask of the wrestler Suicide. Name as many as you can. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Here. Here. 
You want it? I can't. You can't give it to you, and it's no good over here, so what the fuck? Just try. I don't know any of them! Oh, I can't even remember the stupid guy's name. Oh, this is the worst. Tony just throws they his just gave pen up. across the room. Oh my god, I can't remember the stupid guy's name. Uh, Here's my hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. Is it another fuck you, Adam? Fuck you, uh, AJ? No. I know I got one. There. I know I got one. You did get one, DP. Yeah. You did get one. TJ Perkins, TJ Perkins. Perkins. Yeah. Tony, I thought you like. would actually get some of them, especially since I'm wearing... Granted, they're not called that anymore because they now have another member on AEW and SCU. Bad influence, the addiction. Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels. Uh, did they both do it? They both did it. Kazarian was the first. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Impact. Yeah. I was hoping you would get it. You know, just to take a take a moment of your time. Because I've been playing the Barry Horowitz thing, but I think after four and oh, I just. You know. the best. Oh yeah, why did I want to end this segment this week by guaranteeing that I will be victorious next week. Hook, crook, I will make it happen. I lie, I cheat, I steal, things will happen. I don't care if I have to fucking go on my phone underneath the camera. I will win next week, motherfuckers. The gauntlet is thrown. The gauntlet is thrown. DP is... DP is... 4-0, 4-0, and Tony is looking like the Deshaun Kaiser-driven Browns. Oh, no, we're not going to celebrate. Close the segment, KC. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Close the segment off. Uh, it's nah. last call. Play that. <laughs> Let's do last call. Last call. Let's go. What do you mean? It's let's go. I'm 4-0. Uh, oh what do you mean? I mean, at least this isn't fucking trivia, for fuck's sake. All right. Last call this week. <laughs> Having a hell of a time right here on the podcast known as DWI. Make sure you head on over to thechairshot.com. Everything you need, pro wrestling news. You got an entertainment branch over there. You got a sports branch over there. Sports, entertainment, sports and entertainment. Everything, thechairshot.com. Head over to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash thechairshot.com. Make yourself look better with a Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt from the chair shop. That's what my suggestion is. Last call. It's a little bit off the cuff. It's a little bit loosey-goosey. But, gentlemen, I am a subscriber to HBO on my cable slash satellite provider. So I get HBO Max for free. And I went and checked it out. I was seeing what kind of series they got on there, what kind of shows they picked up what kind of originals they have, the movie selection, etc. And I found myself looking at a great lineup of classic content as far as movies. So I decided to say, what the hell, let's check out a Western. It was off yesterday, it was raining, didn't have much to do. Rio Bravo, 
comes up on almost all the top five westerns of all time. John Wayne, Dean Martin, Angie Dickinson, to just to mention the first three leaders of this brilliant movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's in my top ten movies of all time now, and I, I just can't say enough about it. The way the story flowed, there's actually a story. There's actually recompense at the end, and it just makes you feel good. So I wanted to go around the horn now that I've gotten my thing out there, uh, kick it over to maybe to DPP here, and something you've been watching or a video game you've been playing, something you're looking forward to, non-wrestling, kind of entertainment, maybe sports. What's going on over there in DPP land? Uh, you know, there's a lot of randomness going on. You know, you mentioned sports, you know, mentioned entertainment. Just like to throw out that, you know, maybe we're missing a little bit of gaming. I mean, just saying, you know, maybe a gaming segment, maybe coming to that entertainment page of the old chairshot.com. I kind of, I kind of like it, you know, <clears throat> just saying, you know, it's dangerous to game alone. You should probably take the chair shot with you. I've been playing games I, right now. I'm into control. It's called Control. It's a game uh, it was brought out last year. Um, it's kind of I'm digging it right now. It's it's definitely kind of it's a very different game. It's what's the platform? What style of game is it? Well, I've been if, for for those close enough to me know that I've been building my own uh, gaming computer. I've been doing a lot of things with that, and recently got the old Valve Index VR gaming, which is badass. Seriously, if you are if you are a gamer and you have the means to get a gaming computer, VR is ridiculous. And I will not go farther into that, other than just saying it is ridiculous. And maybe we talk about this at another time, but. It is it is awesome. This one is actually not VR, but I, I'm playing more. I'm trying to play more games on my PC. So this 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 game you can get on all platforms. But it's called Control, and it's it's a game where kind of paranormal. You have these kind of not necessarily psychic abilities, but the ability to shift things around in the universe around you. Uh, it's third person shooter. It's built into this like whole this government kind of entity that. Like controls everything, um, but they are been basically been taken over by what we don't know. But they're calling it the hiss, and it's just this thing that just takes over people's bodies, and you just see these bodies kind of floating around the building all over the place. And some of them drop down as enemies, and some of them don't. Um, but I've, I'm very early into the story, but it's really compelling, and it really kind of pulls you in to try and understand where this is coming from and how you need to eliminate it and you have this inner kind of this inner voice inside of you that you're you're looking for like your brother but as far so far in the story I've gotten to you don't know where this inner voice is and you don't know how how this thing is is interacting with you so it's it's really kind of cool I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you know the climax of where all of this ties together um so that's kind of what I've been playing as far as Shows go, let me tell you, you, you mentioned HBO, and if you do have HBO, I, I'm sure it's on HBO Max as well, which I also have with everything I have. Brand new series. It's great. What's that one? I was making a joke, but you guys didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but... It's a brand new series. It's great. 
His his it's dark awesome materials. His dark materials. Ooh. If you haven't watched that, it is fantastic. It's got, uh, and I'm gonna completely forget that actor's name, of course, but he played uh, in the younger X Men, the, the later X Men's. He played the young Professor Xavier. Uh, and it's just an awesome. It's an awesome story. The the first season's just finished up, and that's all they have so far. But it is. If you're looking for something kind of cool, kind of it's religious in a sense, but more you know because it is a religious story, but it's but it's more I don't know religious slash kind of sci-fi, uh, but very very intense story, really awesome. James Ma- James McAvoy, is that it? Lord Lord Azrael. Yeah, Azrael. Yeah, awesome awesome and, story. And uh, yeah, kind of old school, like you know. Random. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people you know, and uh, really good story. Uh, that's that's what we just finished that one up uh, here at the, uh, the Thunderdome. Uh, that one was awesome. Looking forward to season two of that because it's another one of those just badass stories. Really fun to you know to get hooked into and watch. So if you do have that HBO package, <clears throat> go watch that one. And Westworld. Sorry, I keep going, but Westworld, we finished that as well. Uh, just awesome, awesome. Really, I I couldn't do it after the first season. Like the second season, uh, so soured me. Uh, the second season, so shit. Like, <laughs> I, can't you just? I just I I'm okay. Good. Maybe it takes me back to me be watching Rio Bravo, right? Like maybe I just wanted the Western the whole that's... time. Okay, so out of all three seasons, there was three seasons, right? Because I can go back and watch this. Would you say that the third season was better than the second season? Yes. Would you say that the second season was better than the first season? No. Okay, so what you the second season was the worst season. One, three, two. Yes. Okay, two so was the first season was the best. Absolutely, because I and I think for the same yeah, reason you think. I love the West. I know what's happening. The, the 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 droid or bot made it out in the world, and that's the premise of season three. So, anyway. Spoilers. I've only seen season Good one. Job. Let's not spoil season two and three. God. Yes. I didn't spoil anything. Yes. Go. Uh... I'm just fearful still. No. Nope. Well, no. Season one is the best. All and... right. AJ. Yeah. Go ahead, DP. Finish up. No, nope, no. Nope. I was just going to say, yeah, season one's the best. And yeah, for, the, for the same reasons, I think PC, we, we love, big fan of the Westerns. And especially with, you know, my love of Red Dead Redemption 2 and getting into that. And that just I elevated. Elevated those those shows and like Deadwood and and yeah the first season of Westworld and, and Tomb I love Tombstone so yeah this that whole Western thing I love it and yeah it definitely sways away <laughs> from the Western theme as it goes on but still a good show. You mean the you love the movie Tombstone? Yeah, the movie Tombstone, absolutely. All right, so Wyatt Earp versus Tombstone, Kurt Russell versus Kevin Costner, both depictions of wider not even close right like tombstone is so much better than kevin costner's wider yes absolutely right. oh yeah thank you all right aj the floor is all yours my well while we're under the dome and everything um if you don't know we have another podcast on that comes out on thursdays that we record on wednesdays called pot is war where my brother andrew and your commissionaire PC Tunney and Christopher Platt do Pod is War, and usually I'm about 
10 feet away playing Final Fantasy XIV and vice versa when DWI is going on where Andrew's currently playing it and he's in a dungeon right now so he cannot show up. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. That's awesome. That's what we've been doing recently in our free time whenever we're not, you know, fixing the house or cleaning up or going to get food or etc, etc. As for TV shows... Uh, one drunken night, we decided, we'll watch sci-fi, and they actually said that all of season one of the Harley Quinn animated series is on sci-fi that you can watch on demand. It is really good, really entertaining, you know, it goes into Harley and Ivy's friendship a lot, and gathering her own crew, trying to get into the Legion of Doom, and etc., etc. I'm not gonna spoil it, you can watch it. They have a season two on the uh, the DC streaming site that they have. I said DC, not PC. <laughs> Say DC. Uh, I didn't conjoin your names together. Come on. Yeah. It's like me whenever you whenever you guys say AJ and I get excited. Yeah. You're excited. But no. Feel these nipples. But uh, but yes, it is really good, very funny, and unlike most things on sci-fi, there's a whole hell of a lot of f bombs that are uncensored that are really comical, really dramatic. It's basically Harley Quinn trying to split off from the Joker. Go watch it; it's really fun. And if you have the DC streaming site, you can watch season two. I'm going to give my last quick thoughts for the podcast, and mine are going to be entertainment-related on what we've just been talking about. One, somebody feed Phil with Phil Rosenthal, executive producer from Everybody Loves Raymond, is in his third season on Netflix. If you like food shows and people traveling around the world and doing great things and checking out new stuff, somebody feed Phil is at the top of my list. New episodes just dropped. Season three starts off. He's doing Chicago uh, London, Seoul, he's going around the world, checking out all these great cities. The other one is Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Yes, I have HBO Max. Doom Patrol is there. DP is going to be texting me after this show for passwords. Uh, no, I got it. I got it, brother. I, got I was it. about to say, I think he's doing it right now. I got it. I'm, I'm there, brother. I got it. You got HBO I got Max, HBO Max, brother. Then you got Doom Patrol. That's what I got. Those are my two final thoughts for everybody this week. AJ, any final thoughts? Oh, let's see. Any final thoughts? Overall, uh, anything, just, anything. Just Your brother's pissing you off. Whatever. Uh, no, nah, he always pisses me off. That's just you know, I piss him <laughs> off. He pissed me off. That's just brothers. I love the fact that I get to podcast on separate days with the both of you. I think it's so cool. For me, it's so cool. Uh, just to say as, that. As I'm usually called, I'm I'm Andrew Light, or just a clone. No, Hell, I don't think so. I think you guys are definitely both your own entities, and I love it. Yeah, glad someone does. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. While we're still in the Dome, hopefully for shorter rather than longer than we have already been go have fun go entertainment listen to this listen to all the other great things on the chairshot.com read the articles do do everything you got the time to do it do it 
DB, you want to take us home here? You want my last thoughts? There is a ridiculous amount of great content out there. We're not even talking about just the chairshot.com and everything wonderful that it does there, including the new entertainment page of sports and entertainment that you can listen to. Like AJ said, there's there's all sorts of stuff. Go listen, go find things. You know, I know we're still for the most part stuck inside. There is a ridiculous amount of fantastic content. We just named off a good handful that are on HBO Max. There's Netflix. There's Amazon Prime, Hulu, all sorts of like just entertaining things to watch. If you're a WWE Network fan, go watch The Last Ride. That stuff so far has been still going and is awesome. Go Ring back. Bell. And, you know, go back. Go back and watch The Last Dance and, and listen to you know PIW's specials that. PC Tunney and uh, Jesus Christ, who else was on there? Platt, which is just Platt, you and Platt. Uh, Chris Platt and Ray Cash. And Ray Cash, I'm and sorry. And the new and the and the brand new sports show, Three Man Weave at Three Underscore Man Weave. Myself, Christopher Platt, and Ray Cash, running strong over there. Yeah, just I mean, some of that stuff just as you watch on TV, and then and then you can listen to some people's comments on it. Is just there's so much fantastic stuff. That you can just go watch, and, and now's the time to really dig into a lot of these things because you can't do as much as we used to, at least right now. So, go out there and find it. Just start searching for things. There, there's a ton of awesome stuff out there. Go explore. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is PC Tony. You can find me at PC Tony. You can find me right here at Podcast DWI. This show every weekend on thechairshot.com. Head over to thechairshot.com. Head over to angrylemonade.net. Listen to Potter's War. Listen to Bandwagon Nerds. Please, if you do anything, I'm sorry. I'm going to put this one first and foremost for right now. Listen to Three Man Weave. I love doing it. Sports, sports, sports. We're coming right off the weekend. We're hitting you Monday nights at midnight uh, Eastern time. So uh, that's almost Tuesday morning, whatever. But we're right there for you. So please listen to all those shows. We're having a blast to it. We're going to come back with the Frankie DeFalco show next week. Go to BruceCityWrestling1.com. That's Bruce City Wrestling, the number one, BruceCityWrestling1.com. Follow Max Holiday. Listen to Pot is War if you want a little bit of insight from an from a actual professional's point of view on what's going on and what actually happens. DP, there's other places they can find you and this very show. Oh, they can follow DWI Podcast as well on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. I myself and all, all over the worldwide social media interwebs at It's Me DPP. And you can also catch me on Bandwagon Nerds, which drops Tuesdays. And if I knew the, is it at Bandwagon Nerds on Twitter? I don't even know because I'm not the one who runs it. But it's at Bandwagon Nerds on Twitter. <laughs> so there you go. You, you can follow you it there as well. Up while chugging beer. Hey, Jay. <laughs> Take us home, please. God, save myself. All right, you can find me on the Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB. You can find me on the chair shot doing your NWA news and coverage. I know that Carnyland Week 2 came out. I gave your Monday and Tuesday what's causing all this in Carnyland Season 2, or Episode 2, sorry. And um, tomorrow you will see the rest of this week for Carnyland with the Eli Drake Show behind nwa and the first episode of girl power with our favorite person in the whole wide world thunder rosa being on that show you talk about uh documentaries you brought up the last dance the lance armstrong documentary is going in the midst of it we got bruce lee coming after that i'm really looking forward to that and then you got long gone summer with 
uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. It looks like sports is starting to figure out a way to come back, so hopefully we'll see that soon. Maybe eventually we'll get a wrestling event uh, on pay-per-view with a crowd as far as WWE, AEW is concerned, and not just some peripheral uh, lower talent. But we appreciate you guys for listening. We always appreciate that. We have a great time doing this. This is our virtual bar. This has been our virtual escape since this whole thing happened. I got to get out to a bar today, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really rather thrilled for that. So head on over to Brucey Wrestling, one, the number one, dot com, and check that out for me one last time. Guys, episode 230 of the DWI podcast. And folks, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DWI. Man, came in hot. Came in hot. A lot of sports, a lot of entertainment. Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely came in hot with the trivia. I suck at trivia! Tobias! Margarita, man. TheChairShot.com always use your head uh there's been some rather unfortunate events that have happened since the last time the dwi podcast has occurred so we just want to make sure we say how much we care and know and want to give our condolences and our thoughts and prayers to the friends and family of hannah kimura uh everything that's happened there has been quite perplexing and sad and we just hope that things get better and as a total state of what's happening in the country right now, I personally, as PC Tunney, want to say, let's just try and find a way to make things right. I mean, things are not good right now. People are not happy. Things need to change, and they need to change for the better. And the only way we can do that is to come together. That's really the last thing I wanted to say to you people today. Let's, let's all just come together because we're not that different. We're just not that different. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.